Who do you work for, really? Each one of us has a calling. Have you heard this before? Your workplace is your mission field, wherever that may be. You either work for him or work against him, but you work for someone. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for him? I am. In fact, I work for him. Hey, Jim, who do you work for? I work for him. I work for Jesus Christ. I want to be your hands. Let me introduce you to the host of the I Work For Him show, Jim Brangenberg. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You've tuned into the I Work For Him radio show with your host, Jim Brangenberg. Take a minute and listen. I Work For Him, it's not a program that you sign up for. It's a mentality. It's a way of living. It's a permanent shift in your Christ-following paradigm. It's a revolution that's happening in the workplace, and it's about bringing the kingdom of God into places where the kingdom is is ignored. Keep in mind that your existence in your workplace, it's not by chance. It doesn't matter what you do or where you do it. Whether you're a pastor, a car mechanic, an attorney, a teacher, a mom, a used car salesperson, your work, it matters to God. And he expects you to be his representative in your workplace. And in your workplace, to recognize that that's your mission field. And in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Now, I know you've heard me say this tons and tons of times, but every day we need to be reminded that going to work is not just to draw paychecks so we can buy groceries. Going to work every day is an opportunity to be a light for Christ. Each day on the I Work For Him show, we try to bring you the practical, the tactical, the factual, and the biblical ways to incorporate your faith into your workplace. I don't come to you as an expert. I don't come to you as somebody that's got this all figured out. I'm just one guy trying to live my life transparently so that you can maybe gain something in order to be an effective witness for Christ in your workplace. Our paradigm shift is described like this. Romans 12.2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Welcome to the I Work Ram Zone. I hope you're never the same. You know, every day on I Work Ram, we try to bring on guests that will, number one, either help encourage you by their testimonies on how they're just struggling in their walk with Christ, or maybe about a ministry that's out that you want to get involved in, or maybe there's another place where you can go to find a way to dig deeper into your faith in the workplace. Today we've got, we're bringing back a repeat guest, Brian Zoss. He's been with the Navigators for a long time, does a lot of discipleship and encouragement of pastors in the workplace, but Brian's gotten involved with a new organization as well called Dream Center Metro. You can find out more about this ministry online at dreamcentermetro.org. Pastor and author, Brian Zoss, welcome back to I Work For Him. Jim, it's great to be here. I uh, absolutely love working with this ministry. It's a group of men that have been phenomenal in diving into uh, what discipleship really means and how it can change and transform their lives. And really, you're doing what you are. Dream Center Metro is really all about doing church in a whole different way. Why don't you introduce your guests? So I've got a couple guests with me from the Dream Center. Our uh, director, Ronnie Pownall, is with us today, as well as one of our residents, uh, Sean Holstrom. Now, Ronnie, you and I spent almost a week in the Dominican Republic back in October of 2009. I don't know if you remember that. It might have been scarring for you. It might have been might have been a painful experience for you. No, we had a great time down doing the Dominican mission. And it's an honor to be on your show. And I love what you guys are doing with I Work For Him because, man, I really live that every day. And, 
it's an honor to be on your show and it's it's a humbling experience since you gave your life to christ a lot of things have changed but i know since 2009 when we went to the dominican you've also lost about 50 or 60 pounds so i know some of that was health wise yeah that was but you're keeping it all off though i mean a lot of some people get sick and they lose weight and then they gain it right back you've done a really good job of keeping your weight off is your health getting better the absolute i'll just tell you the quick story I had a blood clot in my stomach, lost 16 feet of my small intestines, mm. gave me a 1% chance to live, praying parents, my parents are missionaries in New Rocks Baptist Church, got the prayer chain going, they're missionaries for God, and uh, people from around the world were praying for me. I was in ICU six weeks, they said, I 1% chance to live, this guy's not going to make it, they cut him like a fish, took everything out of all of his stomach, he's not going to make it. Everything went back together. I have the world's smallest small intestines now, and I'm healthy and healed, and God performed a miracle through the power of prayer. And that's the only reason. Amen to that, brother. And I'm healthy, and I'm healed, and I'm excited to be here today. <laughs> that's cool. Woo. All right, Sean, we got, we got about a minute. Tell me about your involvement in the Dream Center Metro. Where you come from? Where, how'd you get involved? Uh, my involvement in the Dream Center is I'm in the discipleship program. Okay. Um, it's a great group of guys that I'm with now daily, and it's a pickup. It's a pickup from life, and I I pray that everybody has a chance to get involved in something that I've been so lucky to be involved in. Uh, the change in my life is drastic. It's crazy how much that I give it up to God. Everything that changes, and the little things, even to the big things. And uh, the guys, Brian's been such a great influence on me, and Ronnie. Ronnie's been the backbone to this program. The Dream Center's great, and uh, I check. I want anybody to come out there and just. Just come out there. We have. You're doing great. Wednesdays and Sundays, we have open meals and we have open services. I invite everybody to come out and check it out. Brian, how'd you get involved? I actually uh, got uh, connected to Ronnie and with the idea of introducing men's discipleship to the Dream Center. And as uh, things evolved and things grew, I've now uh, evolved into becoming the pastor and shepherd over the men there. And it's just been a phenomenal journey. Brian, you've been with the Navigators, you know, for as long as I've known you. How is that ministry? Are you still participating in that ministry today? Yeah, my wife and I are still actively leading the uh, Navigators Life and Leadership uh, uh, Discipleship Arm. Uh, we have 80 certified coaches across the country working with 500 churches. And we just look at Dream Center as an extension of that. They're an additional church that we come alongside of. And the discipleship materials that we're using at the Dream Center are all Navigators uh, materials that we've used over and over again. So it's good stuff then. It's excellent. They're uh, going through a program right now called Every Man a Warrior, and uh, we're building up the warriors uh, over there like Sean. They've been through book one and are now on book three, uh, working through uh, uh, finances right now and understanding how to better steward their finances in life. And then we'll uh, shift back to book two, which focuses more on marriage and family. All right. So, Ronnie, Brian introduced you as the director over the ministry. So this is this is a heartbeat of yours. Yes, God I just felt a calling on my life um, that this is my purpose. You know, when I was in that hospital room trying to figure out what am I on this earth for? You know, am I a cockroach that just goes and eats and, you know, picks up pieces and just goes about its day? Or do I really have a purpose in this world? And uh, through my past life, I realized that I had a lot of addictions. Back in February of 2008, February 18th of 2008, I was so broken that I wanted to take my life. And a lot of that depression came from drugs and alcohol. So I went to a Christian recovery center and truly just surrendered my life to Jesus. And I found the solution through the 12 steps of recovery through this program called Celebrate Recovery. 
And uh, I just felt a calling in my life as Christians, we could do this and we could do it better, not just teach recovery, we could teach discipleship and be able to make the men feel like warriors, feel like they're worth something and they're valuable. And I believe in them. So where did the vision for the Dream Center Metro come from? Uh, the vision came from uh, me and a good friend named Eric Nori. I, I recognize that name. He might have been on the show before once or twice. The shark attack guy? Yeah. <laughs> shark and, attack, monkey attack, hit by lightning, that guy. Yeah, that guy. Just the most interesting world man in the world, Eric Nori. And uh, Pastor Bill Asasa, we went out to the L.A. Dream Center and we saw an organization that's been there 20 years that started off at Skid Row helping people. Wherever there's a hurt, they helped through Jesus Christ to heal that hurt. And wherever there was a need, they filled that need. And now it's a hospital, the largest hospital in Los Angeles, and they have 900 rooms. And they do discipleship and a bunch of other programs to help out the community. It's making a difference in the Los Angeles area. And now they've grown all the way up to 137 locations throughout the world. So talk to me about the mission for Dream Center Metro. Okay. Dream Center Metro has a lot of different divisions. The one that God intentionally called me to is Discipleship for Men. Okay. And so we have a men residential treatment program. And uh, what we do is through the discipleship program that we have, our purpose is to reconnect isolated people to God in a community of support by providing human services that address the immediate needs and also their long-term needs um, in areas of homelessness, hunger, poverty, addiction, education. So we do a bunch of different aspects to reconnect people because I believe in what Jeremiah 29, 11 says that God can restore all these things that Satan has taken away in their life. And I believe that they can make a difference, that they can change your lives. So, Brian, how did you get connected with Ronnie to get to, to be involved now as the pastor at Dream Center Metro? Well, as we made the connection and started talking about the discipleship programs, um, it very uh, immediately became a, a spot in my heart where it was about letting these men who have dealt with uh, their past addictions or past battles start to look forward and to look at how can I start to set goals and objectives and move forward with life. As we move these men forward, we're looking for them to be self-sufficient, for them to be uh, productive in life, to get back into the communities and to start to work alongside uh, other men and to, to be true disciples into the community. And that's uh, that's what our goal is. Now, the, the Ministry of Celebrate Recovery, to help people with those hurts, habits, and hang-ups. I imagine you're dealing with people with some pretty deep hurts, some pretty deep habits, some pretty deep hang-ups. Absolutely, and as we look at some of those battles, we look at some of those challenges, uh, we go through and uh, deal with those strongholds. We, we deal with them scripturally. We take them through uh, items like listening and healing prayer. We look at uh, programs like Identity and Destiny for their goals and getting beyond some of the barriers that uh, they've struggled with throughout their lives. Um, and it's really about equipping them, equipping them through the Word of God to know how to anchor in Christ, to move forward in life and not try to do it all in their own flesh. Now, the habitational portion of what you're doing, it, that's just for men. But the Celebrate Recovery, is that a co-ed thing or is this all just for men right now, the Dream Center Metro program? The Celebrate Recovery portion is on Wednesday evening yep. and it's for anybody. Okay. I mean, we have all the way from men to women 
to young adults to older adults. And it could be any hurt habit hang-up. It's not just drugs and alcohol. Right. It's all the way from overeating to devastating divorce to depression to suicide. There's so many hurts out there that people are going through, especially just after the holidays. So many people felt they were unworthy, not given the right gifts, all this materialistic things. And uh, they come in and they just feel so broken, so isolated. And through Celebrate Recovery, it's able to give them hope. They're able to celebrate the victories. And it's amazing when the person comes in, they're so broken, they pick up that first blue chip, which it, it says God's grace is enough. It's sufficient for you. And they believe that. And they take that date as their date that they changed whatever that hurt habit or hang-up is. And then they get 30 days in victory, 60 days in victory, 90 days. And they mark periods of victory where they overcome this objective that they had. And it's just sin. That's you all know, it is. A lot of people really struggle, though, out there listening. They're thinking, well, I don't have any of those. I'm not a drug addict. I'm not an alcohol addict. You know, maybe I'm not a sex addict. But everybody, I, I've, I've taught the Celebrate Recovery program, the, the Hurts Habits and Hangups. There's a book that goes alongside of it. And I've taught that in small groups at church. And I'm a, it, it applies to everybody because everybody's got a hurt. Everybody's got a habit. And everybody's got a hangup. Everybody's got one. We're, we all have them. Absolutely. And as you look at the folks that come into our program um, for Celebrate Recovery, it's powerful to see how God can work through and, and, and see that there's baggage that they're bringing in from their past. You know, for me, it was uh, watching my dad uh, at nine years old, walking the picket line with him as he got laid off from the Washington Post and lost his job. And we lost our home. We lost everything that we had and had to basically go back and start over. And I made a vow that I would never let anyone else control my life, but it became a vow that turned me into a workaholic, that turned me into spending so much time out there in the workplace that, I, that early in life I avoided my wife and avoided my kids and avoid being the dad that God designed me to be. So being alongside a program like Celebrate Recovery teaches me how to be a better father, a better husband, and to take that journey as well. All that overworking, did it have collateral damage or does it have collateral damage in your life today? Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, but absolutely. As I think about, um, you know, for 10 years of our marriage, uh, probably the first 10 years that my daughters were in this world, um, I flew out on a plane on Monday and flew back on a Friday. So I was a weekend dad. Um, weekend dad, you become, you know, Mr. Play Guy, and then you fly back out again. And that kind of left my wife holding the bag of being the disciplinarian, being the person who was leading the home. And uh, you can see now that uh, there were, if there were, if there was a do-over, there would be an opportunity to go back and um, show my daughters a different father, the way that a man should be and should lead his home. Um, and now I think there's opportunities where, um, as they're older, 22 and 21 now, I'm able to feed back into their lives and, and seek forgiveness and make changes. But it's a, it's a different journey. A lot of people don't think of that as a bad habit, the working hard. Because, hey, we're providing for our family. I mean, come on, give me a break. I got to do what I got to do to provide for my family. But people don't think about that as a, as a bad habit. But it was, it was something that was fed into your life as a lie. Hey, you got to do whatever you got to do in order to provide for yourself instead of depending on your Heavenly Father to provide for you. Well, and, and when work becomes your God, and, and that becomes what you idolize, and that becomes where you spend 16 hours a day, then it's a bad thing. And so knowing that God designed us to be stewards over all that he's given us in life, including our wives, including our children, and to figure out how to do that according to his word in the most effective way, I think is a challenge that men have today. 
I think I, w- I would agree that not only men have it, but women have it as well. But yes, you're focusing on the ministry on on men, and I, I get that. And Celebrate Recovery is absolutely one of the most amazing ministries. I look at the different groups all over Pinellas and Hillsborough County. There are people's lives being impacted every week. It's one of those ministries where people are people that are involved in it they're they're telling others about it it is it is really making an impact we got brian zoss in here ronnie and sean from dream center and they're just passionate about the impact this the dream center metro is making on people's lives brian as you accepted this i mean you're, you've been very busy with the the navigators discipleship and leadership ministry that that works with pastors and churches around the globe and and all the people that are doing that discipleship and leadership training how did you, when you heard about this ministry, I mean, did you ever think you were going to be becoming a pastor of this? I mean, you've been a pastor in the past. How, did you ever think you were going back into the ministry? I yeah, mean, that no. ministry, the pastoral ministry. Well, in fact, as uh, I left the, the first meeting with Ronnie, I was convinced as I was going into the meeting, I was going to tell him absolutely no, I wasn't interested in working alongside <laughs> the Dream Center. I had way too much going on with the Navigators and so I left that meeting and, and um, knew that God was calling me there. So I went home and I was going to, you know, lean into Debbie, my wife, to save me by coming back, meeting Ronnie, and then having her say, you know, Brian, you really can't accept this. There's way too much on your plate. So I packed her up. We came down and went to one of the Wednesday night uh, dinners. And as we got there and she met Ronnie and she met the guys in the program, we're walking out the door and she goes, uh, you got to give them a call back and tell them that you're going to say yes. And so both of us wow. just felt the... Uh, Holy Spirit over this place. We felt the Spirit uh, uh, leaning into these guys, and 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 it was men like Sean that uh, you know, as as we came into the program and saw the impact we could have on their lives, that we just knew this was where God was calling. So, Sean, talk to us about a little of your story, maybe a little bit of of what life was like before Christ, before you heard about the Dream Center Metro, and uh, maybe what what's going on with you at Dream Center Metro, and where life is is at today in Christ. Okay, um, before Dream Center Metro, life was um. A daily rat race every day just up and downs and no real direction on what was going to happen um i had problems with drugs and alcohol um a couple other things in life um and i was just living day to day but in the wrong way um day-to-day scrounging and manipulating lying um but uh a couple a friend of mine i had met about 11 months ago i moved to Pinellas county about a year ago and uh i have known him for about 10 months and the last month of my life uh he, he had seen me come on the beach and 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 be really not the person that he wanted me to be. And I didn't even know where he was coming from. And we started talking about God, and he knew that I believed in God. And uh, he gave me about two more days, and then he came to me with the Dream Center card. And he had said, I need to talk to you about this place, and he had prayed on it. And uh, he couldn't come with me, and he gave me the card, and he bought me a bus pass, and he told me to go up there. So... I didn't go up there that day. It was a Friday. That Sunday, I got on a bus and took the bus up there. And since that day, they took me in that night. That night, I didn't have to go back to way old my old way of life. That night, that night, I started getting equipped for my new life, and it's been a blessing ever since. I mean, don't get it wrong. I'm up and downs. So like days aren't easy, but they're a lot easier than they were. And I have a lot of guys to fall back on and support. And it's a lot easier to open up to them than it is anybody else. So. You said that before you met your buddy on the beach and he gave you the bus pass, which I thought that was great. I was glad you used the bus pass for what it was supposed to be. When when you used that, when, when you met him, you said, well, you'd always believed in God. At what point in this journey did you come to be a follower of Christ? Well, ooh, um, knowing that God loved me back, 
fully completely would probably be honestly about two weeks ago that that it was coming back. I had been, of course, I, I know that being baptized isn't in. It's supposed to be a, a a supplement me back to God, me loving Him, and coming to Christ in two thousand eight, but fell and fallen so far, believing that the blood of Jesus died for me, and, and I'm cure. I'm I'm. I'm I'm washed of all my sins, past, present, and future, but not believing it 100% until seeing other people around me that, that, that the, the way they react to people and the way their kindness to people, it's it's it can't be nothing else. It, it's it's love. It's love. And I'm for me, I'm going through certain steps in programs that I'm going through now, and it's not any like any other programs I've been through because the compassion and it's about it's Christ oriented and, and this is what was missing the whole time of my life that being Christ first and then the steps what is what's making a change in me it, it can't be the other way I mean it's it's a that's fantastic because there's a lot of people out there listening you may think well I may be just weird because no there's a lot of people <laughs> that find out about Christ and say no I want, I'm good on the salvation thing but boy the lordship thing is a little rough for me I'm not sure I really want him to be the lord of my life but the struggle that you've gone through the enemy loves to attack right after you make a decision like that and it sounds like he went full bore on you yeah he's been and he's continually daily like I feel like the more I get stronger, closer to God he's out there doing push-ups on me like and and when I have Forward progresses, like the best days, he comes at me hard at the end of the night. Like, oh, you could do this on your own now. Or, oh, it's okay. Now you've got a couple of days clean. And this, it's not that easy. And I have to go day by day. And now I really, uh, someone said it, hour by hour. I have to go hour by hour. And I pray on it. And, and I, I say, devil, get behind me. I re- rebuke you in the name of Jesus. And, and, it, and it helps. And it helps. Oh, it absolutely helps. But you need to know you're not alone because every, I mean, and I'd love to be able to tell you, you know, it gets a lot easier as you get down the road. But that would be a lie. Uh, because Jesus said it's going to be difficult. I mean, hey, take out, take up your cross and follow me. That was not a call for pleasure. That uh, wasn't a pleasure boating call. Ronnie, you're working alongside these guys in the Dream Center Metro uh, each and every day. Uh, what kind of an impact is that making on your life? You you run your own motorcycle shop. You sell motorcycles. It's Freedom Freedom Cycles. Is that what you said it was? Freedom Cycles, yeah. We get our freedom from the Lord Jesus Christ. And how do they find out about that online? FreedomCycles.com? It's 727cycles.com. 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 All right, tell me about the business and how does that fit into what you're doing at Dream Center Metro? Well, it's amazing. I've been in the motorcycle dealership for seven years. We're on Park Boulevard in Pinellas Park, Florida. And uh, when I went to go name this business, I wanted it to be something personal about my re- about my history, my story. And my story only comes from Jesus dying on the cross. That's where we get our freedom from. And uh, it's great to have a motorcycle to be able to get free out on the road and get the freedom to be able to go do whatever you want and get your hair blowing in some people's situations, not everybody. Oh, <laughs> he's looking right at me. Why aren't you looking at Brian? Room, I got we got two than, bald guys in the room. I got Sorry. more hair than Brian. <laughs> but you get your freedom, you know, going out and riding a motorcycle. And it's a great way to release. But um, really, it's a great way for me to take whatever small income we make from the dealership and be able to pour it back into the community. That's what it's all about. That's what makes, that's what gives me freedom each day because I know my purpose. It's not just to have a motorcycle. It's be, it's to be able to invest in people's lives and make a difference through Jesus Christ in people's lives. And and really, Brian, correct me if I'm wrong, but it seems like the, the, I mean, you're doing church just way out of the box. We are, and it's uh, 24-7. I mean, that's what I love about it. These men 
give their lives to the program. They are, you know, full-time disciples of Christ. They get up at uh, 6.30 in the morning. They're uh, sitting around a table by 7. We're in discipleship from 7 to 8 every morning, and then they go out and they do the work therapy throughout the day. Come back. So we, what does that mean, work therapy? I so mean, I go to work, but I'm just, <laughs> I need therapy after I'm done working. <laughs> That's a great, great uh, indication. So these men, um, we have uh, different businesses throughout the, the area that help bring these men in, let them get back on their feet. Um, some of them bring skills in, and they take their skills, and they go out, and they uh, we work with them to develop a resume, to go out and do, uh, do interview counseling, send them back out in the workforce. Uh, they get their own jobs, but uh, they're there, you know, 35 hours a week, and then they're back um, in the evening having dinner together, and then they're coming back together at 7, and they're in discipleship from 7 to 8.30 every night. So it's intense. They're in God's Word, and God's Word's guiding them. Um, we are actually looking for local businessmen that are willing to come alongside and be one-on-one mentors with these men. Um, so as they have downtime, they have the ability to connect with these men, they can hear what it means to just truly be fully engaged back in, in, a, in a lifestyle that allows them to focus on um, God stewarding, God working for them to steward the resources of their life and not focused on all of the hurts and hangups that they've had to overcome. You said local businessmen, and I want to, let's, let's clarify exactly. You're looking for men because you've got men in this program. That's right. Okay. So, I mean, and, and so I just want to make sure people aren't thinking, oh, well, what's wrong with business women? Nothing, but business women shouldn't be discipling business young guys in this program or any guys in this program. It just wouldn't be appropriate. Yeah, absolutely. And it's because of the way the program's designed and the students that we have in it at this time. Uh, no. We don't know where God will take it in the future, but right now it's just men. You're dealing with uh, Celebrate Recovery, which is de- hurts, habits, hangups. You know, you got a lot of people that are, most of the people that are living there going through this program, are they people that have struggled with alcohol and drug addiction, or are they other addictions that they're really getting help with as well? I think there's a, a lot of hurts and hangups in there, and, and we've heard, you know, um, from Sean, there's just been struggles, you know, beyond the, the alcohol and the drug addiction. There's struggles with, you know, poorly handling the the resources God and given them, uh, poorly stewarding the money that they've had, uh, going through battles there. Um, I think there's been um, uh, uh, anger battles, uh, dealing with um, different emotional uh, stability, uh, depression. Ronnie mentioned his own battle with depression. Um, I think we've all had that battle to different degrees in our journey, and so. Some of these men just haven't been equipped with how do I uh, get through those battles and then start looking forward to figure out that God does have a plan. God does have a purpose. God has a promise for me. Um, and as we look at that, we you know, are looking to grow their skills and their capabilities to, to be able to move ahead and not always be looking back. Now, Ronnie, there's a lot of 12-step programs out there in the community, and there's and there's a couple of 12-steps residential programs that are out there here in Pinellas County and Hillsborough County. What makes DreamCenterMetro.org, what makes DreamCenterMetro different? One, in the, it's a Christian program. Okay. First and foremost, we put God first. Two, it's a group of individuals that are willing to do whatever it takes. When Sean says there's a lot of times that he's not alone— That means he has 25 accountability partners that he lives with. We have six houses, and each of those houses have four to five guys in them. So what that does is it talks about in the Bible, iron sharpens iron. And uh, he has a house full of men that are going through the same thing. He's not alone. He's in this battle together with a bunch of warriors that are fighting it with him. So if one guy's having a really great day and Sean's having a down day, 
the other guys can build them up and make them feel whole. So I imagine in those groups or in those homes, you've got like a group leader, a group home leader, somebody that's gone through the program successfully that that is way down their path in in growing in their faith and in in moving away from their addictive years. Is that how it's set up? That's how it's set up. But we are currently interviewing for two new overseer positions. That's our biggest need, probably. We have what does that right mean now. though? An overseer position? It, it means that you're a cheerleader for the guys and you're overseeing that they're taking care of their discipleship responsibilities. And, you know, part of discipleship is being disciplined. So it starts with making your bed in the morning, like you like you learn with the Navy SEALs. And it talks about keeping your house clean and doing your chores and they do group meals and, you know, different things like that. Just, you know, they have to relearn life. They have to relearn discipline. So in this overseer position, you've got homes that need an overseer so you could bring some men in there. Is that what you're talking about? That's correct. Okay, so this is typically going to be a single person that's got a job during the day, but they can be there in the morning, they can be there at night. That's actually absolutely correct. You got a great concept of what it is. So really it's a person that's in a leadership position that can that can be there when these guys need help. And then the main thing is to be there at night because they get up around six o'clock in the morning and they go all the way till 10 o'clock at night. So it's really somebody that can oversee that night shift kind of, if you will, but it's a house. I mean, these are homes. These people call, I mean, they, they feel loved. They're three bedroom, two bath, two car garage homes where they feel loved and just somebody that can encourage and give them that faith and that hope, you know? You know, one of the things that I see out there and this spans all generations, it spans all uh, socioeconomic categories, the pornography addiction amongst men is catastrophic. You know, seven. the latest statistic from Barna was 70 plus percent of the average man in a congregation addicted to pornography, uh, 50 percent of pastors addicted to pornography. That, and, and that's in addition to all the other addictions that people have and hurts and habits and hangups. How are you guys dealing with that? Because in, in most people's homes, they want to have TV and Internet. And in order to have a job, a lot of people have to have Internet. But how are you dealing with that? Because, you know, the, the drug and the alcohol addiction, chemical related, of course, pornography is chemical related, too. I mean, how are you dealing with that as part of this overall program? We do try to control it in, in the ways that we have you know, the possibility of doing that. Uh, internet access isn't open in the houses. Uh, the overseer does have uh, the ability to, to, to watch over that. Um, when you look at the TV, uh, we, we ask them to, to look at the programming that is family-oriented, that is uh, you know, G-rated, PG-rated. Um, but realistically, the, the only true way to do it is through accountability and through anchoring man-to-man and being in, in each other's lives, staying in God's Word, and guiding each other through that journey. So it's one of the topics that uh, we deal with every single week in in our Bible studies. And so uh, these men are are not left struggling through it, but they're truly being lifted up through the journey. Um, and they're they're in an environment where they can be open and honest about the struggles, and then come alongside one another. Well, and it is something that uh, honestly, as you talk about doing church a little outside of the box. That's something that every church needs to be in the box talking about. So it's unfortunate that it's not being talked about more widely because it is a plague on our community, our church community, for sure. Ronnie, what's the dream for how you want to grow Dream Center Metro? Well, I mean, what what is what's next? What's the next step? You, you mentioned you need two overseers, but even bigger than that, what's next? Well, the, the 2016 vision is right now we are working on work therapy program. And what that is is... These guys aren't equipped right now. Maybe they haven't worked for four or five years. So we are working on uh, 
opening up a thrift store slash repurpose store. Oh, cool. And it's on Facebook now. It's called Repurpose Store, and it's on Park Boulevard right next to the Wagon Wheel Flea Market. The address is 7651 Park Boulevard. So what's it called again? Repurpose. Like purpose-driven life, these guys need to find a purpose. So we're repurposing furniture, repurposing appliances, clothes, so on and so forth. It's 10,000 square foot. You can get the best deal in town on something pre-owned. You know, and uh, so the guys go there in a bus, about eight or ten of them a day, and they get equipped to learn basic job skills, how to be a cashier, how to price things, how to market things on the Internet. And they learn all these different job skills in a safe environment where there's seven or eight accountability partners and one leader who's named Bill Flanagan. He's the work therapy program director, and uh, he teaches them these basic job skills of how to show up how to come dressed properly, how to have proper etiquette in the workforce, so on and so forth. So that's in Pinellas Park, Florida at 7651 Park Boulevard. It's called the Repurpose Store. So we just started that, so we need help. We need donations. If you have um, couches or furniture or anything like that, we have a box truck that somebody donated, and we can come out and pick it up for you, you know, nice. stuff like that. Sean, as you know, I, I understand the amazing redemptive power of Christ, because I've gone through the same thing, you know, where I came to Christ and had a whole lot of stuff that needed to be cleaned up and restored in my life. And okay. and what, and just, just as a real encouragement to you, you know, I know that when I gave my life to Christ and I got serious about my faith as, as a 13 year old, I thought, well, I just got a couple of things that need to get cleaned up. And I'm, I'm almost 50, and I'm still at that spot where I'm like, well, there's just a few more things that need to get worked on. So there's all kinds of things, but it gets deeper and deeper, and you get more and more into it with your Heavenly Father. But as you're looking at your day-to-day, and you're growing in the Lord. And as you said, it's really your rededication to your faith. Only a couple of weeks young as you've really understood this power of the blood of Christ. What's your biggest struggle on a day-to-day basis? And how does the dreamcentermetro.org, how do they help you? My biggest struggle of the day is taking my taking my will back. Like take daily, daily, praying to God and then not believing he's going to take care of it. And how I take care of it is... <laughs> openly playing with with the with the leader or taking a couple of my brothers aside and tell them what my problem is and knowing that and just by testimonies that if you pray on it and give it up he's gonna take care of you he loves you it's gonna happen if it's meant to happen it's he's gonna it, if it's meant to happen and god wants you to happen it's he's gonna take care of it and if not then it's not meant to be and that's my biggest struggle Okay, and everybody listening, their biggest struggle too. And, and where you talked about how it used to be a day-to-day thing for you, you pray about it, and then you got to be hour to hour. It gets to be minute by minute. You're like, Lord, I don't know what I did the last minute, but <laughs> right. but I just I decided to take the throne back a minute ago. Let me here, just let me give it back to you. I mean, you guys struggle with that, don't you? Like Absolutely. Brian Robinson says, sixty seconds at a time. Yeah, six. I mean, it's just amazing. <laughs> it's amazing stuff. Brian, this this ministry, Dream Center Metro, and I keep referencing the website, dreamcentermetro.org. You need money, I'm sure. I mean, every every great ministry needs money. You're always underfunded. It seems like God always does that just to stretch our faith, because He is our Jehovah Jireh, the all He's our provider, but He still He still stretches us in this. How how can people get involved in this ministry? How can people help? I mean, Ronnie just mentioned, hey, make a donation to the repurpose store out in Pinellas Park at 7651 Park Boulevard. I like that. I wrote it down. Mm. How can people help Dream Center Metro? Well, between the uh, actual church, which was uh, the original uh, First Baptist Church or Largo that's been repurposed now to be the Dream Center, um, we have that plus the six houses. Um, we out, we run a budget of about $10,000 a month. So 
uh, we are looking for resources to help us fund that. You can go right to dreamcentermetro.org. There's a donate button right there. You can write a check and come into the office and drop it off down in Largo. Uh, we're on uh, 166th Street uh, Southwest. Um, the best way, we encourage you to come out on a Wednesday night or a Sunday night. Be part of our programs. Come see what we're doing. Uh, and the men, it's phenomenal on Wednesday and Sunday nights. The men in the program cook a meal for the entire community. We serve between 100 and 120 people every Wednesday and Sunday evening, a full buffet dinner. And then after that, we go into church service. And so if folks can come uh, with an idea that, that God might be able to use them, um, we've had folks come in and write a check, $400 for our discipleship materials in one night. And it's just been phenomenal to see God at work. So anybody can come to church Sunday night, Wednesday night, anybody's, anybody from anywhere is invited. Yes, and any any anyone can come and join us uh, in the mornings in our discipleship programs as well. All right, you're listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg, talking about the Dream Center Metro. Find them online at dreamcentermetro.org. Just a little bit more left. Listen, when Jesus came to the earth, he didn't come to those people that had it all figured out. He came to those people who just said, hey, I don't have it figured out. I need some help. Can somebody give me some answers? And that's what the Dream Center Metro is all about. Giving answers, providing answers to everybody on Wednesday nights in the Celebrate Recovery program. Everybody's in, in, in invited, but specifically the bigger ministries, that day-to-day ministry to men who are in a program, Brian, that what do you, what do you call that discipleship program? So our men's discipleship program is Dream Center Discipleship. It is focused on those who are going through addictions, life-controlling problems, the hurts and hang-ups that have really caused them to be ineffective in all areas of life. So if they know someone that's out there that's in need of those services, in need of a home, send those men over to us. That's who we want to see. Sean, would you recommend it? Of course. All right. Ronnie, you said that you have some availability. So there's some spots open in some houses right now. Yes, we have men residential housing available right now that men can move into. Like Sean, he came in on a Sunday night, and he was in within one hour. And people can find out going onto the website? Yeah, dreamcentermetro.org, or you can call 727-888-4489, 727-888-4489. All right, but this isn't free. You guys need money to get this done. Obviously, it costs money to feed people and clothe people and house people and help go through these programs. You need people to actually do this stuff. How much does it cost every month to support a guy going through the program? Right now, the need, the gap where we're trying to fill for each guy is about five fifty a month. So, if folks want to sponsor a, a man through the program, it's five hundred fifty dollars a month to get one man through the program month to month. And you're also looking for business owners that will take these men and disciple them during the day in a workplace ministry as well. I mean, in a workplace as a ministry. Absolutely. Uh, we do want these men to be able to pay their own rent. So, you give them a job, they can actually put the rent forward. All right, we've come to the end of another I Work Rim show. Man, I think some days are fast. This day seemed like it went through like lightning fast. If you want to find out more about Dream Center Metro, just look out online at dreamcentermetro.org. Thanks for tuning in today. Thanks so much to uh, Jose Cruz. He was scrambling the whole time, just keeping everything just uncontrolled. Un- un- and he's got, uh, I just did a great job, Jose. Thank you so much. Hey, check out iworkforhim.com. Out there on the bottom of the first page are all of the show sponsors that are involved in keeping this show on the air each and every day. I would love it if you would do business with them. And tonight when you get home, would you consider joining the I Work For Him Nation? Just go out to iworkforhim.com and click on the nation flag so we can all work together to take this city for Christ. What did you learn today? You know, we learned.
learned today that we're needed. Each one of us is needed. Men out there running businesses, there's a need for you to actually take some guys that are going through this Dream Center Metro Discipleship Program and bring them into your workplace and teach them a skill. Give them a chance at life. Give them a new start. There's a need for your tax dollars to be invested in this ministry as a tax write-off. Dream Center Metro helps put get guys a new start. Get away from the addictions that they've been involved in. There's a ministry out there for men and women called Celebrate Recovery. Every Wednesday night, you can get involved in that program at the Dream Center Metro site. This there's a battle going out there, going on out there for the souls of our coworkers and employees. And there's people that you work with every day that need to hear about the DreamCenterMetro.org. Look them up online. Start praying for your coworkers and employees. Make that commitment that 2016 will be different than ever before as you approach your workplace like your mission field. Make that commitment tonight. You've been listening to Higher Work for Him with your host, Jim Brangenberg. I'm a Christ follower and I own my own business, but ultimately, I work for Him.